Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast. I'm Terry. And I'm Vanessa. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, y'all. How you doing, girl? Fan-fucking-tastic. Got a lot to talk about this week because this is dating part two. Yes, all for you because you're the only one dating. But hey, <laughs> I'm over here sipping my vodka, feeling good. It's almost the weekend. Thank you, God. So can I tell you, I recently, as we talked about last week, I've had a career change. So I'm working with my uncle now, which is like totally different from what I was doing before. It's in the meat business. So that's like, I'm learning like all these new like abbreviations, I guess you would call them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like now my new life, all this week I've been dreaming of you know, I'll say it like FOB, CAF, TIA, these things, it's just driving me nuts, girl. I, I, I literally can't deal anymore. Like, I need a break from life. What does FOB mean? Oh, you fucking bitch. Uh, I, I thought it, I, no, I thought it meant F and B. F and B. <laughs> no, freight on board, I think. Freight uh, on board, oh, I believe. Okay. I think. I hope no I one's like, listening. I'm- only actually we'll give a shout out right now. She'll love it. Julie Robinson's the only one that is going to laugh at me and come back and tell me if I was right or wrong. So Julie, let me know. And I'll cut the Robinson part out. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I know all of these. Now, F&B. girl, <laughs> I told my uncle that you've been to the slaughterhouse. I was telling him about that. He was, he was very interested in that. So my life lately is... Yes, I, I'm sure he'll be sitting there ready to listen. He'll be all ears. Um, so, yeah, like, literally, girl, my life this week has been learning new abbreviations. And then, as you know, and I think everybody knows, we're also in the process of moving or, like, half moving because my uncle or my uncle, my husband, is making a career change. So, looking at places constantly. And we're constantly changing what we're doing, which makes it, that much more annoying so i'm over life basically and i'm so glad it's the weekend and i hope everybody else is too that's basically why i just rambled well as i set my vodka has anybody noticed how fast the fucking grass grows in florida or is it just me because well, i live there. 15 floors up i have no grass so no i'm gonna go with no for me no. for me it's been two, girl, it's been two and a half weeks. But you wanted and- that. Like two podcasts ago, you literally said, I put seeds down and I'm hoping the fucking Amazon jungle came through and rained on. What are you bitch? You know what? You're never happy, bitch. Oh, no, it did. It did. But the reason I said that is because I have somebody come out named Todd that cuts my grass. Well, Todd had all of his grass cutting equipment stolen and didn't come out. So literally, it's like walking outside into a jungle, but it hasn't even been that long since he's been here. So I'm waiting on snakes in the grass, like walk up. Yeah, but you have a different BS, girl. You have a different situation. Todd ain't come through. So your grass is effed up. Okay. Don't be blaming it on Florida. It's summertime. It's I'm pretty sure everybody has this problem in Florida if they have a yard, but I'm talking like you mm-hmm. walk away for a week and then you have it touching weeds, tickling your kneecaps. That's insane. Like Luna goes out there and I'm like, where are you at, Luna? You okay? Like in Poor the bushes. You can't even see her. It's like a safari. Anyway, well, Go out there and cut the damn grass. Todd, oh, is, Todd has no equipment, so cut but, it. Listen, I can't. And you know why? Because right. I walk, I could walk out there butt ass naked right now and I would immediately start sweating. I'm talking tit sweat, butt sweat, under cap knee sweat. I can't. Yeah. It's no, hooting I'm hot. That part you are not lying about, girl. It is disgustingly hot. Like I literally go down to my garage to get to my car. And like you know where my garage and my car like it's a five second walk, literally. And I'm ready. I can feel my yeah. forehead breaking beads. And I'm like, good. I mean, it's so hot out right now. So, no. That's the one thing I do love about living up here, where I live in a building, a condo association. So, we have some grass around here somewhere. But, like, we're not responsible for it, which is wonderful. Because it's too hot to be cutting grass right now. I don't have time for that. And even, like, now, like I said earlier, like, we're looking at properties. Whenever we look at, like, a house that has even a patch of grass, my yeah. first question is, who's doing the lawn Because it ain't going to be me. I ain't cutting the grass, especially because we're going to be renting. We're only living in Orlando for a year or so, for those of the people that don't know. Uh, year to two years, whatever. 
So it ain't my house. I am not about to be out there sweating bullets to cut your grass. So that's a must. It must be included. Just saying. Yeah, it's, I had a, I had a, listen, I'm not a, I'm not a pussy. Okay. I had a very scary traumatic experience last year because I decided to cut the grass, the front backyard wet, like edge, like in the hottest part of the day it was around this time of year. You must and then have thought you were Todd. Yeah, yeah, I was. You must have thought you were Todd. I was the lawn man, Todd, thinking mm-hmm. I could go out there and and do my thing. And, you and gotta, like, build skin for that, Terry. Yeah, like, that's not, you don't just wake up and you're not you're Todd. Oh I God. So I'm out there in my t-shirt, and my dad bought me a lawnmower, and it is really I remember. nice. Yeah, remember when Daddy bought the lawnmower? It basically drives itself, but it didn't matter because these weeds were like jungle weeds. Okay. So then they're trying to back that up and turn it around around the mailbox. And all of a sudden I bend over and my scalp starts tingling. I bet. With your blonde ass. And I started like, I started like seeing shit. Like stars. Mm -hmm. I could not see straight to save my life. And then I realized I was fucking overheating and I had to get in the house fast. So I, I, I barely even dragged it, the lawnmower inside, make it into the house. I sat on the cold tile. I had to crawl into the shower. I the rest of the day. Yeah. And yeah. I called my mom. I'm surprised that we're even doing this show because I'd be dead. dead. I was like, mom, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. And she's like, did you drink? I said, I drink so much water. It's not helping. Did you eat? What am I supposed to eat? I can't get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's like, make something easy like soup. So that's how I started eating soup in the center, the summer. Long story short, that's why I got Todd. Good Lord. So Wait, can we, can we tell everybody our big discovery from the weekend? Well, my big discovery. What? The ice pops. Okay. So what? I went to Costco. I think that was Friday, if I remember correctly. And... You know, Costco's like heaven. You know, I'm, at, I'm messed up. I'm at Costco. I'm trying to zip through, get what I need, not catch Rona. But I go across, we're in like the alcohol, not the liquor store, because, you know, Costco's a separate liquor area, at least here in Florida. Um, and I'm sure all of them do, whatever. But like in the wine-ish section, champagne section of Costco, and I see this box and it's got popsicles, like old school popsicles from like when we were a kid in the summer, but they're frozen cocktail popsicles. Girl, Obviously, I sent you a picture right away. Terry's thirsty ass. Okay, can't even let me just enjoy my moment of my popsicles. Text her man right away. I need these tonight. <laughs> well, Did you have one finally? Oh, I had the whole box. Oh, well, damn. I, I've had two. <laughs> How many were in your box? Uh, However much the Costco box is, I... Mine, I think, like, had 12 or 15. I can't remember. Yeah, well, you we... You ate all of them? We drank them all, yeah. First of all, they're not drinks, okay? <laughs> this is what's I, wrong with you people. This is how you use them for future reference. You don't just go eating popsicles all damn day. It's for when you step outside for some outside time. You they're know. 100 calories. It's not about the calorie consumption. Yes, anyway, did you love them, though? I love them, and I stuck a straw on them, and I sucked them right down. They're the bomb. So anyways, so for those people that are wondering, go to Costco. They have basically adult popsicles with alcohol in them and they're the bomb they do take 24 hours to freeze and even i did you know i don't know about yours but like they don't fully 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 freeze like a popsicle i think because of the alcohol in it because alcohol normally doesn't freeze but they were still like they're like perfect slushies they're the bomb so highly recommended that was basically the highlight of my weekend just popsicles well coincidentally the same weekend that i tried these amazing freeze pops Mm. Here we go. I, I already sent it coming. I had explosive diarrhea during my Bay sleepover, which I'm dead. If you listen to part one, it's kind of like your worst fear. Nobody wants to have explosive diarrhea if their man spends the night. All right, well let's say, let's dissect this. So uh, you and Bay spent the whole weekend together, correct? Yes. Friday to Sunday. Yes. When did the diarrhea kick in? Oh, Saturday night. Whoa. Uh, Like, Saturday night can be 6 o'clock or 10 o'clock at night? I would say I started to feel something coming on. The the bubbles. bubbles. Yeah, around 6. 
and what happened? We want to we want to know because we've all been there. But well, this is a new bang, so like you can't be like just like farting and like having the runs. <laughs> oh no! If if I had farted in that moment, I would have shit myself. So I kind of oh. made it. I had it kind of made it clear that I my stomach hurts. But you know, Bay's got a lot of questions. I'm dead. What did Bay ask? Bay asked what I ate, what I drank. Did well, I bitch, haven't it? we been together all day? Don't you see what I ate and drank? Uh, well, I mean, that'd be my first response. Didn't didn't you see me eat the the bagel in the morning and the mimosa at one o'clock? I wanted the to nerve. say none, I wanted to say none your business. No, bitch, I just said if you well, pay attention, you know. But anyway, did, did you drink milk? I said I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant. Well, do you have diarrhea when you drink milk? None your business. So, Why does he think anyway. that milk's gonna make you feel better? No, because I think I might be lactose intolerant, but I don't know. Oh, oh, okay. So he's being a bae, like, oh, babe, did you drink the milk? Oh, Your stomach is tore yeah. up now. Oh, what, okay, what whatever, else did you eat? But oh. then I, but you know, I can't backtrack for three days of like what I ate that might have given me explosive diarrhea. It could have been. But you didn't tell bae, like, bae, I'm about to explode everywhere. No, I just said my stomach's really upset, blah, blah, blah. I think I have diarrhea. Or I'm going to. You said the word diarrhea. Yes, I did. To Bay. Yes. You have no shame. I can. Okay, I can't even say it to Ricardo now. Ten years later. (laughs) Diarrhea. I'm embarrassed for you. My face is burning just thinking about it. Well, this was the type you couldn't hide. I think you could hear it. You could. (laughs) You could hear it like five feet away, like the gurgling. I'm dead. I'm dead. (laughs) <laughs> or like, you know, if you stand up too quickly and it's like the bad that's going to give you the goosebumps, you're like, oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's like running down your legs and shit. Oh. You got a whole nother situation, girl. <laughs> so I, so we get in bed. I hope Bay didn't try to get none. Oh, no, he had already figured it out. He was ready to have an early night. Well, thank God. But then, <laughs> but then I was like, oh, my stomach hurts so bad. What would you do if I shit the bed? You asked that? You legit asked. That's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. Uh, do you want to know what he said? Obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't because it's freaking disgusting. <laughs> but I do because we're so deep into this conversation that, yeah, I want to know. He said, should I go home? Smart. Smart man. And I said, you would leave me because oh, you're such a bitch. Because, because of the because of the diarrhea, you leave. Yes, me? I would leave. That's disgusting. He's gonna have that di- your diarrhea running down his legs. That's disgusting. Okay, so it gets better. I, I, I go. He said he was, you know, going to go to sleep. So I turn the TV way down. Eventually, turn it off. I thought he was asleep. Then I creep out. No, I creep out of the room. Close the bathroom door. And I'm in there for a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me when you get get back how you're feeling. (laughs) No, but he was awake the whole time. He said he heard me snuck out of the room. And he said that he heard noises in there. But I denied it because I said, do you know how hard it is to cover up diarrhea? The sound. For, okay, okay, okay. B- back up. Okay, Bay. If you listening, Bay. Let's pretend you were awake or you weren't. That's your business. You should be doing everything in your power not to hear. That's what a real Bay does. Okay? Don't put us through that. We don't want you to hear. Turn the volume all the way up and let me have my moment. So, no, Bay, you failed. Yes, okay? I, I would have appreciated it if you had said, oh, yeah, I was knocked out. I didn't hear anything. But no. Correct. Sometimes, you know, it's not okay to lie in a relationship. However, sometimes. Correct. Sometimes, please lie. Please tell me that you had the volume so far up or you were so far in your fifth dream that you have, you didn't even know I left the bed, let alone took fucking explosive, had explosive diarrhea out there. Go on. I'm, I'm mortified. She has a problem with your place, though. 
Okay, people that don't know. Terry's house, her bathrooms and her bedrooms, they're all in one back corner. So, yeah, Bay probably did hear you exploding in there. I, thank God, have the luxury of at least... I have a master bedroom, fine with a bathroom. But if Bay is sleeping there and, like, it's going to be explosive, I can technically sneak out to the living room, living room, you know, guest bathroom. It's not that far away, but, like, you'd have to, like, be in my business to hear. So, future reference, girl, get some bathrooms that are a little bit more separated when you got a bay like that that's listening to you explode in the toilet. Those are old style Florida bathrooms. They're back to back and right up in everybody's ass. So not good. I, not good. I they obviously been, had no bays. I would have been better off going outside in the backyard and taking a shit by the trees like my dog does than fucking thinking, oh, he must be asleep. Like I said, I'm on your side here because Bay should have just turned the volume all the way up. Just saying. All right. So that's your update for us, that you had explosive diarrhea? Wow, lovely. Special. Well, we're, we're still seeing each other, so it, it couldn't have been that bad. Did you have sex after yet? Yes. Oh, okay, then you're okay. <laughs> I was going to be concerned. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right, so since we're going to talk about relationships again... Obviously, we felt like we needed to go on because Terry's in a new relationship. I've been with my husband for 10 years now. So I think once she got going last week, she realized like the difficulties of it. Like, I think you're still in the stage. Correct me if I'm wrong, where like you're probably still like playing the game a little bit like. For and correct me if I'm wrong, but like I remember like when Ricardo and I first started dating, it was like. You don't want to be, like, the first person to text in the morning, like, good morning, babe, or, like, you know, the first person to say, oh, babe, I'm home, you know, whatever the hell, or, like, what are we doing this weekend, or, because you don't want to be thirsty, like, no one wants, and even, like, back then to then to now, whatever, nobody wants to be thirsty, so, like, how are you dealing with that right now with, like, you're still pretty new, so, like, I don't remember exactly the time frame of how long the game lasts, but it, I mean, I think it probably still lasts to this day sometimes, like, when you fight, well, who's going to, who's going to, you know, reach out first or whatever. So like, how are you dealing with that girl? Okay. So I'm sure there was game playing with Bay, but. Don't tell me you're already past it. Like you guys have been together 12 years and shit. Oh, good Lord. No, I'm not saying that, but just because I had been dating him before dating him again, I, I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, well, I really want to text because I miss him, but I'm not going to because I got to pay play the game. What I'm saying is we're past that part. But I that's have, the best part to be past because that's probably, yes. I, in my opinion, the most annoying part. Where like exactly if I want to, if I am bored, lonely, depressed, confused, the rain, there's rain, there's sun, whatever my fucking mood is. If I want to see you or text you, like, it's nice when you get to that point where you can openly do it versus, like, again, the game where it's like, oh, well, he hasn't texted me since 1130 last night, so I'm not going to be the first. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I hate, like, that's probably, like, my biggest fear. Like, if I was ever to end up single again, which, like, knock on wood, I don't think we are, and we're not going down that path, but God forbid, like, those are the things that, like, no, like, they're not fun. I don't think they're fun for anybody part of dating the mm-hmm. worst and i say this not because i'm like oh well i'm past that but i'm if you guys are you're lucky because it's the worst i think with age it's like if you want to text me text me if you don't don't but yeah when you're in your early 20s and i've been through this we've like, all done it we've all been there and played the game we're all yeah. guilty of it like it's either you text back too fast and you're thirsty yep. or yep. You text back way too late and they already have another girlfriend, wife, and kids, and they mm-hmm. probably fucking you can't dead. win. You can't yep. win. And then it's like also like the whole like, okay, so like let's say Bay says, Hey babe, what are we doing this weekend? You say, Oh, we're going to the mall. Okay. It's like, can I text something else? Like, how's your day? Or it's like, are we done here for the next three hours? When's it appropriate to text again? Like, uh. Do you feel the same and way? You know me, like I'm the texter, like I'm a um, I think they call that a serial texter where like I text my thoughts, so, like, I'll text you, like, a word, a sentence over and over. So I'll text you, like, ten texts. It's really one little paragraph all in all. But, yeah, so it's, like, is that appropriate or is that just too much? Do I have to use proper grammar? Do I need to put a period of punctuation? Like, it's just, ah, it's too much. It's too who, I, much. who I really feel bad for is 
the new, 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 new daters. Yes. A part of playing the game is being busy, having plans, having a social life, like letting them guess whether they're out with another dude or with another girl. You can't well, do it's that. Not cool to look like a loser and you're yeah. like, and like, and also that def- that also means like whatever your definition of a loser is, because I think everybody's is different. So some people feel like, yeah, it's important that I look like I'm important and that I have like, I don't need you, bae. Like, bae, I got shit to do. You know what I mean? And like your time with me is my valuable time that I'm giving you, which is probably not the fucking case. But like, yeah, like that's a shit that like, but I would imagine though, let me ask you this. Because you and Bay are dating. I know you guys dated before, but like whatever. But like you're really dating now. Like you're really in a, like a real relationship now. But also you're. It'll be a part of your history book, <laughs> where you guys started dating during Rona. So Rona is a. I would imagine like a different time to start dating, where like you kind of have to be home and like getting to know each other because there ain't a whole lot going on right now. You know what I mean? So like, what do you think as far as that goes? Like, do you think? One, do you think that, like, you would have been able to start a relationship had there not been Rona because you'd be out there free in the world and free? Or, and do you think that the Rona has kind of also given you, like, how you said, where you're kind of past that because maybe you guys have been able to spend more time together where, like, you've probably done in three months what people do in six months a year because ain't shit going on in the world right now besides fucking Rona. I mean, it really does. Because we actually did, we tried to go out like downtown mm-hmm. and there's a curfew mm-hmm. and it was last call at 9 45 at night give me yeah when was this was this last week when you guys went out this was friday i'm glad see they tried to get me to go out these these people and no they would go these people but like i wasn't in the mood and i'm fucking sure glad i didn't go with the last calls at 9 45 i wouldn't have got there till 9 45 yeah basically i mean it sucks but I hate people anyway. But do you feel like the Rona allowed you to, let me rephrase it. Do you feel like the Rona allowed you to really invest into the relationship and like dive maybe deeper than you would have had their, had life been normal? I do. I think so a little bit. Yeah. Or you just have no life. (laughs) But yeah, I also don't have a life anyway. You know, I wasn't going to be the one to say it, but hey. So now I don't have to pretend to make one up, you know? That's who I'm referring to. The people that's like one to three dates. They know they're not doing anything because they, what are you supposed to do? But you don't want to sound like you have no life, but everybody has no life right now. Well, like, okay. Like, that's why I always tell you like when like we're trying to do shit for like the podcast or whatever. It's like, girl, email them, call them, whatever. Like, ain't nobody got shit going on. This is the time to like... For those of you out there who are trying to network in any way, this is probably the best time to network because ain't nobody got shit going on. Yeah. And if they try to tell you that they're real busy, unless they are, quote unquote, an essential worker, they ain't busy. They're lying. They just don't want to deal with you. That's my opinion. So here's my question. Who do you think playing the game wise has it worst? Women or men? Like who created the game? Who's... Who is the culprit? I personally think, and this is probably a biased answer. I don't think you'll ever get a real clear 100%. I definitely think that women have it harder in the sense of like, I just, I think women are more willing to commit if the man would be more willing to commit kind of thing. But I think because the man likes to play the game a lot of times, and I'm just speaking from like my personal experience, like, you know, men, like, Men like, first of all, men like to weigh their options, you know, whereas, whereas as women, we are more like, hey, if you are checking off, you got a job, you don't live at your mom's house, you uh, have a car, <laughs> you can, so you know, much easier. we're so much easier to, you know, our list usually are a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Our That's list are straight yeah our list i guess are more, i was just gonna say that our lists are a little bit more straightforward versus men who are like well she has to have a tight body she has to work out she has to have a job she has to at least make half of what i'm making she has to want kids or not want kids she has to do you know i mean the list goes on and on and on and men are very superficial where like you know she has to have long hair brown hair blue hair i mean the list goes on and on versus we're 
we barely even get to the looks. We're just more like, hey, does he have a job? Does he have the, you know, men are the whole thing. So I definitely think that women in that sense, like we play the game because we have no choice but to yeah, play the you game. To. You know what I mean? You can't be like, I am, I am Amish Sarah living out yeah. here in Amish land and I'm going to yeah. marry one of my cousins anyways and they have to marry me because it's a part of my religion. Now, I think like anything else in the world, I think there are men and women who probably neither one of them want to play the game kind of thing and just want to go all the way in and just be honest. But I just, I think just the way we live in this day and age where you're just forced to play, whether you want to play it or not, if you're going to be in the dating scene in any way, shape or form, I think you're forced to play it. And also, like I said, even with marriage, like again, we've been together total 10 years, you know, whatever, even now, like, I don't think we play the game, but I will be honest, like when we fight and things like that, it's like, well, who's going to say sorry first or who's going to be the first one to speak? And it doesn't really even matter who was yeah. right or wrong, because that's what it ultimately it's like, who cares, you know? But even again, 10 years later, sometimes you're dealing with the whole like, well, who's going to say sorry first and blah, blah, blah. So I don't even I honestly don't think the game ever ends i just think it change the game changes yeah is what i really think i just think it changes as far as what cards you play i think you learn as you progress in your relationship what matters and what does it but i really don't think the game ever ends in my opinion maybe like when we're like really old and can't wipe our own asses <laughs> and we don't give a fuck anymore yeah. but like as of right now and i could be wrong but i can't imagine that i'm the only married wife that like when you fight with your husband no matter how big or little the fight is, like you're, you know, you still want to be right. You still want to yeah. um, prove your point, or you still, you know, you still are trying to have, be prideful and things like that. So even now, like you are probably still playing that game of, well, I'm not texting him. I'm not calling him. I'm not going to make him dinner. I'm not going to wash his lawn. You know, I don't personally do those kinds of things. Like no matter what me and Ricardo go through, I still will wash his clothes. <laughs> like I'm not, but you know, you go through those things where like you're still kind of playing that game. You know, the game ends. I think when either both parties don't. I was gonna say either you don't care, or you're too old to care, or one of you dies. That's when the game ends. Now I will say this. I the only thing I will say about the game that I have learned, and mind you, ten years compared to people who've been together for. 20 30 40 years is nothing i will say this you learn to a, as your relationship progresses you do learn to realize what's important and what's mat what matters like i remember there was a time when me and ricardo were young i mean we started dating when i was like 22 23 or whatever and um you fight over the dumb shit i mean the dumbest shit in the world okay now him and i fart fart <laughs> <laughs> he fights more often than I do. Him and I fight far fewer in between, meaning when we do fight, it's because something that, that we're both passionate about or we both, you know, really are trying to prove our points for whatever reason. But hopefully as your relationship progresses, you get past that point of the dumb little shit, which I am so thankful for because I don't miss that. Like, oh, you didn't empty the dishwasher. Like, listen, I already know Ricardo is never, when he comes home for lunch from work, he's not going to wash the dishes. It's not going to happen. I've given that up. I give that up five yeah. years ago now it is what it is. i don't fight with him about it. i don't care i just come home i wash a dish i put it in the dishwasher i don't say a word because it's not worth ruining our whole evening over the plate and fork and knife that he left in the sink from lunch that it, yes in my heart of hearts do i believe that honey if you're listening you could have just thrown in the dishwasher yes i will <laughs> always believe that however i will no longer and i've learned this probably five years ago you just learn to pick your battles i think is what it is so Whatever. And as usual, I feel like we kind of got on a tangent there, but that's kind of what we do. Yep. So I really don't feel like we would be who we were if we didn't get on a tangent. Exactly. So what next else, Queen? is how soon can you be with your 100% self around your partner without being judged? I say never. Well, like I told you earlier, like, again, speaking for myself and I know everybody's different. I, I like to think that I am 100% myself with my husband, but there are just certain things that, again, I'm not going to sit on the couch on a Friday night while we're watching a movie and just start blowing farts there. Like, that's just not my thing. Like, yeah, nope, not doing it. Maybe when I'm old and I can't hold my butt cheeks together, that might happen. But as of right now, no, it's not my thing. It's, it's, 
I just, I won't, you know? And like, but again, I still like, I do believe that like out of everybody in the entire world, he's the one person that when I lay next to at night who I tell pretty much everything to. Yeah. So I still think I'm a hundred percent real with him, but I don't know. I'm still a lady. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So that's why I say never. Well, when I was like, I was researching some blogs on this, you know, about women being in the first stages of dating, first stages of whatever. Mm -hmm. I think women are held to a different standard that is so contradictory because it's like number two. Mm -hmm. Be your right. Number two, be yourself. Number three, don't you're right. Don't try too hard. Number four, let him get to know the real like like it's it's. Be yourself, but not too much of yourself. Yep. He don't want to see it all. He wants to see the real you, but not the real, real Yeah. You. Like, does he really, if we're going to get real with it, like, for example, he wants to see the real you, but does he want to see you when your period is on day, what I call two, where it's like full-blown explosion, it's a massacre? No, he don't want to know that, Okay. And that's all fine and dandy. So that's why I always say, like, yes, like, I'd like to think that with my husband, like I said, honestly, like, he is my best friend. He's probably the person I'm closest to in the world. He makes me feel the safest and all of those things. Yes, I will never deny that. However, there are certain things that it's not that I don't feel comfortable sharing with him. I just don't feel like they're just things that I need to share with him because I find them unattractive. Like, yeah. I, if I want to have sex with you again at some point, whether it's today, tomorrow, or some point in the future, I don't want you to think about when I had, like you said, that explosive diarrhea or, you know, my vagina, my period was so bad. You know, like, no, like, I'm sorry. So that's why I stand by never. I never think that you're 100% able. And again, I, I kind of find that it's a little bit, of a cross for me because I do there are moments and I'm sure you can relate like when you feel really sick and you don't feel good it's also the same person that you do want to be vulnerable with so I get I don't know but like in my when I'm not sick and vulnerable no I'm not going to be a nappy ass person and I'm going to be like as classy as they can be I just think that you gotta put a warning out there in my case you know if somebody's very sexual I don't want you to stick it in me when I'm about to oh no like I'm not it known no, ah, or like the worst is like, yeah, Bay's trying to get it. And you're like clenching your vagina yeah. and your butt cheeks together, praying that you don't explode on him. No, yeah, no, 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 no. You know, it's not okay. This reminds me, I've referenced Sex in the City before because I told you I had the entire season on on DVD. Like, watch them all like 80 times. There was a time where the ladies are talking about like what women do in the privacy of not having a man around. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was, like, I don't know, like, shaving, shitting, fucking mm-hmm. Carrie Bradshaw, I think, had the most masturbating perfect, perfect one. Yeah, where she was, like, I like to take my pants off and, like, eat cookies and, like, read a m- magazine standing up in the kitchen. Like, something, like, weird shit. Mm-hmm. So, they're, like, what about you, Samantha? And Samantha's the notorious, like, slut on yep. the show. And she's, like, no. And they're, like. There's nothing that you would would not do in front of a man. And she said, no, not really. Nah. God bless her. <laughs> I mean, God bless her. And like, I admire women like that. I really do. I really, really do. And maybe one day I will get to that point. But I don't know. I don't know if it goes to like how I was raised or just me as a person. Like, again, I'm human. Obviously, I poop, I fart, you know, I throw up. I mean, you know, things happen to me. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm human. However, I'm just not that kind of person where I'm not, I'm never, like, okay with, like, sitting on the couch and just, like, throwing a fart on my husband. Like, I I don't think I'll ever do. Like, I, I I don't think I will ever get there. Again, maybe once I'm old and, like, I can't control it, maybe. But, like, as of right now, while I'm still in control, not happening. Like, and he could come on here and tell you, like, I'm not saying he's never heard me fart, but like to that kind of level where people just like, oh, on the, no, that will never be me. Like, 
I don't think I don't even think I have it in me. Honestly, I really don't. So my, my mom used to throw those like silent but deadlies when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. look around the room like, oh, it was. Every- I don't even like doing those because then you know every- it's you. It was everybody but me. Oh, it was Terry. Well, see- it was a dog. It was. The wind. No, but see, okay, in, in your mom's defense, she has you, two other children, a dog. Yeah. Uh, she's got a lot of people to blame. If that happens in my house, it's me and Ricardo. <laughs> like, yeah. And if he knows he didn't do it, he's going to know it was me. So, no, I don't even like doing that. Oh, it didn't get by Papa Hughes for a second. He would say, God damn it, Rebecca, and bring out the matches and light them and blow them out. Oh he would God. rather the house smell like it was burning down than mom's Wait, can we also share with our people? So, I feel like we've talked about Papa Hughes a lot. I, was like, yeah. I think we always talk about Papa Hughes, but I guess because he's a, a new listener. Oh, Welcome, yeah. Papa Hughes. Welcome. He doesn't like when we call him Papa Hughes, and we will not do that anymore. What does he want us to call him? Just dad, right? He said, you've never called me Papa Hughes. That sounds damn disgusting, like some Mel Gibson movie patriot something no, Papa. I well, don't I don't know. want to disrespect Papa Hughes because I love Papa Hughes. So we're just going to call him dad. So when we say dad, we're always talking about Terry's dad. Always. All right. Dad Hughes. Hughes dad. Yes. Well, I don't want him to be pissed off when he, I mean, he already pissed that we curse enough. So we need to tell him. And we're, guys, we are working on that. We are not going to be cursing as much. Uh, so we don't want to piss him off with, you know, referring to him in the wrong way. What about He'll be deal right. breakers? <laughs> Wait, before what we get a- before we get to deal breakers, I have one Tell other me. thing. So me. something like something that gives me anxiety about a new relationship, which I don't know if this is just me. I don't know if anybody else can relate. Probably not. But it's working out with somebody that you're dating for the first time. Well, it depends. If you're <laughs> if you're dating fat so you're not going to be intimidating. But if you're dating Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's like, huh, ready? Yeah, I'd probably be a little intimidated. So, and I know your bae, and I know how he works out and how he's always worked out. So, yeah, if I were you, which <laughs> unfit ass, I'd be intimidated. Because Terry, Terry's beautiful. For those of you who have not gone to our page, which is, oh, we forgot to talk about that earlier. Girlwidepodcast.com, throwing a little eh in there. You can see she's gorgeous. She's a beautiful girl. She doesn't need to work out. But, you know, Terry has her own way of doing things. <laughs> I can see Bay fucking burning her ass to death. <laughs> I Be I, careful. Just be careful. That's all I got to say. Listen, uh, I worked out with Bay one time. It wasn't that bad. You'll be all right. Listen, I'm skinny fat. And I know that. And I will accept it. I wasn't going to say that. I was not going to say uh, that. Okay. I'm the type fat. She, she's perfect. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. But, yeah, I can see Babe. <laughs> Whooping that ass. Yeah. So, I mean, part one, because I am out of shape, I don't want him to be like, yeah, let's go for a jog. And then I collapse by the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, and I passed out. I'm unconscious. Can I give you some advice? Yes. Okay. First of all, you don't do no jog. Your ass ain't going to make it. Your ass ain't going to make it to the damn stop sign. Okay. Number one. Bay has a perfectly good gym. You work out at base gym, you'd be like, oh, 10 pound weights. Woo, woo. You work it out. One, two, three, four, five, work it out. Those weights are in there. They look jog good. in place. You jog in place because if you get tired, girl, you right there. You can fall out right there. You can't fall. You'd make Bay carry you from the stop sign back. I mean, I'm sure he would, but don't, until you build some stamina, don't put Bay through that. No, okay. No, I would you be jog like, in place. I'd be like, I haven't eaten in two days. Call an ambulance. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Jog in place, like I said. You do a little bit of weights here and there. And then, this I got a real... Pause the episode and hit fast forward. What you really do is you jog in place for a few minutes. When you get tired, you're done with your weights. Say, girl, why podcast is calling? Gotta go. And just (laughs) sit there on the the bench while Bay finishes his oomph oomph. And you get to girl why. And that's... That's the best excuse ever because it's a real excuse. We got shit to do. Busy. Busy. Okay, so number two of my fear of working out in front of Bay. There was a part when you bend over for the bench. No, I mean, <laughs> well, now it's a fear that you brought it brought it up. Say, that could happen, girl. Okay, so, you know, I watched The Bachelor. You don't. There was a season with Ben where he ended up with this girl, Lauren, whatever. They did an experiment about pheromones where they would have each of these bitches get on a treadmill 
and start running mm-hmm. to sweat. And when they broke, it, they broke a sweat and they would blindfold Ben and have him smell Ew. each of the oh. sweaty bitches. I was going to say lick it, but smell is just as bad. Oh, and there was one, just one. The other ones, he was like, yeah, whatever, whatever. There was one that he was, like, disgusted by. Her name's Olivia. I'm pretty sure she moved off the continent at that point because I don't, I don't, there's what no point. What she taste like? Fucking raw eggs? She, he was just, like, disgusted. Like, he was not into it. And she got left on an island, like, the next week. I don't know. I think it's, like, it, it mortified me for life. Like everybody else, he's like, So what? You, you worried that Bay's gonna lick your sweat? No, not lick it. All he had to do was smell it. What if I'm a smelly? Oh, oh, you, you got bad BO. Oh, no, oh, not uh, even BO. But you would know that already, though. No, I, you've smelled your sweat. You know, you're like, fuck yeah. No. Remember what I told you? It was a What's a pheromone? It was a pheromone test to see if he was like into the fuck their, is a pheromone test. It's into their like natural scent, you know, like animalistic. But, like, how do they get the results? By him being blindfolded and smelling their ass. Oh, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard of. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard of. First of all, remember a few podcasts ago I told you, my mom always told me, you smell yourself before anybody else smells you, okay? So if your ass is funky, you're going to know before Bane knows, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, bye. All right. Done. Well, and that, that, that's some bullshit. She tasted like shit. She don't shower. She's probably salty as fucking hell. And that's that. Well, my opinion. I don't have a funky ass, so I guess we can move on to the deal breakers. Well, deal breakers for me are very simple. You better have a job. Like I'm not your, sh- I'm nobody's sugar mama. Uh-huh. I don't plan on being anybody's sugar mama ever. Uh, kids. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah, I want kids at some point. I don't need to know like that you want them tomorrow on whatever specific date, but they need to just be in the option box kind of thing. And I'm gonna. I was. Born as an only child, I have my two cousins who are my, and not two cousins, I have like fucking a million cousins, but they're all, we're always like sisters, which is fine. But like, I don't need a million kids. I'm good with like one, maybe two or whatever. Yeah, but, That's good. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Let's, what? let's say you and Ricardo were not together and you met somebody with kids, stepkids. I have an answer for that. Okay, I'm bar- I'm not embarrassed. I'm 32 years old. When I was 21 years old, had I met someone with kids, I would have said, bye, Felicia, call me never, because we're 21 and 25, maybe. Like, you know, it, it, meaning that I'm dating within my age, okay? No. I'm 32. At my point where I'm at and I'm getting to is I'm more getting into the bracket of people are divorced and things like that, and people have live more life. Once you kind of hit the 28 to 30-ish and on range, people have lived. They have been married. They have been divorced. They have kids. So I would be okay with that. The only issue I would have is not an issue, and it's not something that I couldn't work through, but it would just be frustrating, I would say, is dealing with the other person. So hopefully they have a good relationship with the mother of the child, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, whatever the situation is. So I wouldn't be opposed to it. It's, you know... Okay, I come from a mom. My mom was a single mom basically my whole life. So I understand that, A, my mom needs love, number one. And I understand the whole, you know, you can relate, you know, meeting the step parent, things like that. I just think there's a certain approach to it. And I would be okay with it now in my life. But I will be honest. I'm not saying that a couple of years ago I would have been okay with it because no, like, no, you know. But now I'm 32, I'm married. <laughs> If I end up divorced, I can't expect that the person I'm with hasn't also been married and divorced and possibly have children. So it'd be selfish of me to make that. That would not be a deal breaker for me. I mean, if you have 12 kids, that might be a deal breaker. Yeah, unless you want to the more One to four, and even four is a fucking what, would be like, okay, like if you get, you know, you check all the boxes kind of thing, I, I'd go with zero to one. <laughs> In my in my in my wish list, well, you know, it but also depends on the age of the children, right? Yes, because you're also exactly because there's a difference between dealing with pampers and dealing with, but also preteen. I mean that that could be very rough. I mean preteen, teen, any teenager to preteen, girl. But I remember being 12, 13, 14 to eighteen to twenty. You ain't my daddy. You ain't my daddy, you ain't my mama, you ain't shit, you a bitch, and God knows what. I mean, we've all been there. I mean, I remember I did it, like, to my mom's boyfriends, you know, you're not my dad. I didn't do it all the time, but every once in a while, you got to throw that, you're not my dad, who the, you know, and so that's very difficult. Um, 
but again, if I if I love the person, I wouldn't be that would not be one of my deal breakers. Like if he it, and also I have expectations too because if you're a shitty father, well, I don't want to have fucking kids with your yeah. shitty father because if you're gonna be shitty to them, you're gonna be shitty to my kid right. or whatever. If we don't work out, so yeah, I'm okay with kids now. However, I will say this, like I said earlier, at 21, 22, I don't, I didn't feel like I needed to accept that in my life at that point. I'm at a different point. Correct. Correct. So for you young 21, 22 year olds that listen, set your fucking ground rules. Like you guys are young. Like, do you really want to be the stepmom? 32, 33, 4, 5, things change. People have been through different things. So you have to be a little bit more open. So that's my feelings on that. So I'm going to be super, super brief on this part because we're running. We're, we're, I know we are cutting yeah. it close. Like I told Terry was so worried. So Terry did the outline this week, guys. And she was, she literally texted me. She's like, I don't think we have enough meat in our outline. And I was like, we'll be fine. We ramble. So now looking at our time, it, we are 45 minutes in and we have not even touched on anything celebrity. So yes, go on, sweetie. All right. So last part you were good. of deal breakers is trust. So I wanted to put in here, trust to me, who grew up on Dateline, Oxygen, True Crime, everything. Terry thinks everybody's a killer. Literally. That's, oh, it's in my notes. It says, how do you know he's not a killer? So you read my- But don't I always (laughs) text you, like, Terry, like, she wasn't feeling good, as we know, because her diarrhea and shit, wasn't feeling good. And so she was very quiet yesterday, and I'm like- which is fine. Like, I'm not her, like, police. I mean, I do have her location and shit. And when times get really rough, I'll check it. But, like, when Terry goes... Because Terry's, you know, very responsive. So, I get it. I think... I text her. I'm like, oh, thank God you're alive. I thought the killer came and got you, girl. So, trust... I, I just... I want women to be very aware of their surroundings. Because there are sickos out there. So, I think everybody should do a background check. Yeah, and this, you know what, had you said that to me 10 years ago when me and Ricardo started dating, I probably would have been like, okay, you're a bit dramatic. But now, no, seriously, but now, I if I was to get back in the dating scene now with this whole Tinder and and Bumble and all these things, yeah, I'd probably want that because we live in a very scary world. Yeah, and people are disgusting. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you do a background check, I wanted to make a note, like, don't be like, well, I had my friend that's a judge uncover your expunged juvenile record from when you stole a case of beer from a gas station at 16 and I saw it. Yeah, that's stupid. That's stupid. That, that's a lot. But that 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 you're being a little bit extra and you're being dumb. But when if he was on possession of murder. I know. No. But you know what I mean? Like, no, bye. Like no, if he, you know, to kill somebody very lifetime, like make sure that he doesn't have a history of his wives or girlfriends mysteriously disappearing, drowning or falling down a cliff. Like do your fuck. Or he's like a widow three times over. Yeah. That's scary. Why? No, no. Oh, not a problem. That's a problem. So one drowned and one fell off a cliff. Okay. Do better. Yeah. That's all I, I agree with you. about that. We can get to celeb news now. All right. So. I hope you guys enjoyed our relationship part two. I have a feeling we're going to do a lot of relationship because Terry is in a new, in, in, in a new relationship. So I feel like you're going to bring a lot to the table. I do remember that time of it's new. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully we'll do more about it. If you guys liked it, let us know, but let's get into my favorite topic. What I live for, which is celebrity news. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are expecting baby number three. Congratulations. I'm happy for them. And so, for those of you who follow Christy and John, for Luna and Miles, they had to have IVF done for whatever reasons. They obviously had infertility issues, blah, blah, blah. So, this pregnancy was actually a total surprise to them, which I, I'm i very just happy for them. I think that's awesome. Um, basically, to make a very long story short, obviously, for those of you that follow Christy Teigen, she recently got her uh, breast implants taken out. And usually when you go in for surgery, the first thing they do is a pregnancy test to make sure that you're not pregnant because obviously that's a risk to have any type of surgery when you're pregnant. So she, so she took the pregnancy test. It was negative, went ahead, had her breast implants removed, blah, blah, blah. So apparently Chrissy Teigen takes a preg- pregnancy test on a monthly basis. Just it's like a thing that she does. Um, and she was kind of just... she. 
you know, she kind of woke up, said, hey, I'm going to take my pregnancy test for the month, blah, blah. Expected her normal negative because, again, both of her live children have been through IVF. So she just didn't really think she could conceive naturally. Well, lo and behold, she takes a test and it's positive. And from what I understand, she was far enough along that probably when she had her surgery, she was pregnant. Obviously, thank God things have worked out and she's okay, baby's okay. She has not announced the sex of the baby yet, but I have a feeling she will. And I have a strong feeling it's a boy, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. Um, But that's super exciting because I fucking love Chrissy Teigen. I know you do. We're like major fans of her. So I was super excited about that. So we definitely want to talk about that. On other news, Kim Kardashian has not been shy about her... um, prison reform obviously we all know she's been working on that for i would say what like one to two years now yeah and it's actually i saw her on oxygen network did you see that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i watched that so kim kardashian has actually teamed up with monica which i was actually very surprised and i will be very honest i didn't know the backstory to this and obviously when this came out I did a little bit. I did. I did a little bit of research. So Monica, she's an R and B uh, singer. She was dating a man named Corey Miller, who is the brother to rapper Master P. Okay. So apparently, Matt, uh, the brother. Or I'm sorry. Apparently, Corey Miller was involved in 2002 in something where he was convicted uh, for murder. One of his fans were murdered. Some way or another, he got convicted for it, and he got a life sentence. The issue that has come up in this day now is that number one, apparently when they were when they convicted him, the jury was attended to. So meaning it wasn't like all twelve because it's normally a twelve person jury and everybody has to agree to say guilty. It was attended to. So out of the twelve people, ten people said guilty, two people said no. So that was what Kim explained basically that in this day and age, the jury convicted Corey attended to, and he was sentenced to life in prison. If his trial was today, the jury would have been uh, unanimous for him to be for him to be convicted, meaning he would not have been convicted at a time. It would have either been like a mistrial or another jury or another jury would have come in or he might have just been found innocent. Now there's also been uh, new evidence. Potential innocence uh, has come to light. There have been claims that the jurors were pressured into voting for his conviction. So long story short, Kim Kardashian, as we know, she has gotten behind the uh, prison reform movement. So she's behind this. She's on the hashtag Free Corey Miller. So this will be interesting to see how this plays out because yeah. this is the first time that a she's done it for like maybe this is the impolitically correct way of saying it, but for us regular folks, this is the first time she's getting involved with another celebrity who is behind bars, whether he is convicted truthfully or falsely. I have no idea. We'll not, you know, I don't think we'll ever know. I have no idea, but it'll be very interesting to see how this plays out. So it's her, Monica. Um, she has two lawyers involved. One name, one of their names is Jessica. Another one is Aaron. So I'm going to follow this and I will keep everybody posted, but this guy has been in prison since 2002. So it'll be very interesting to see how this all plays out. That's crazy. I know. What else do we have? All right. So we're bringing the sexy reviews back, but before that, our last celebrity story of the day, I, you know, we've been watching Selling Sunset, very popular show on Netflix. We just finished season three. Jason Oppenheim of obviously the Oppenheim group is saying from this is us oh no jason oh no no, no, no. yes you're right you're right right. go ahead yeah so he's one of the brothers that own the oppenheim group and he is now coming out and saying that he regrets doing the show which i call bullshit which i as well call bullshit evidently jason wanted the show to be more down to earth and more about real estate than the drama you should have gone to hgtv well yes and they're okay have you heard of property brothers so yeah. that's probably why he did not fucking go to HGTV in the first place. And the show would not be... A fr- okay, there's multiple things. That it wouldn't be a about. show. It wouldn't be a show, but second of all... You already have Million Dollar Listing on Bravo or We or one of those channels. I don't even know which one, but you already have that, which is what they do. They do multi-million dollar listings, which is fine. If they didn't do it the way they're doing it, they wouldn't have a show. So go on. What is Drama Queen bitching about okay i think he's doing it to save face personally maybe i mean mm-hmm. he has a net he has a net worth of 50 million dollars like he's not cheap but there wouldn't be a show without the beautiful women behind the show so everybody wants to know like 
first of all, not to cut you off, but if you have not watched uh, Selling Sunset, he has a target audience. I'm sorry. Both of them, the twin brothers, okay? The women that are his agent. First of all, all his agents are women, number one. That already speaks volume. They're women. And they are beautiful, gorgeous women. I will not take that away from them. They are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But he definitely, when he hires, he goes for a type. He has your blonde-haired, your foreign brunette, your new girl, your girl next door. So for him to say, like, oh, I'm shocked the show went in this direction. What the fuck did you expect? Surprise, there's so like, much drama. Well, it's what you delivered. You have all women working in your office, and you guys are the only two men. What do you expect there to be besides drama? Yeah, I just thought it was going to be about real estate. Well, then mm-hmm. why does your staff look like that? Mm-hmm. They look like fucking supermodels. You're going to have yeah, He doesn't have Mary Beth from, you know, the sh- house down the street, okay? Yeah. He has supermodels, like you just said. And they're all gorgeous, but like you definitely like if I was to be a client walking in that up, you already know what you're being delivered the second you see them all at their desk, positioned like it's all set up purposely. In my yeah, opinion. and and like Christine Quinn has come forward and said that some of the the storylines you know are pushed a little bit, which. With reality, anything on yeah, reality, anything TV. reality, everything is exaggerated. Like I can't be like, oh my god, Vanessa, I'm shocked. She said that some no. of these are exaggerated. Like fuck off. No, but I still like the show. It is what it is. I mean, I do like looking at multi billion dollar houses. I like looking at the stages of homes. I also like HGTV, but I don't understand why because this is driving so much business and so much opportunity to the Oppenheimer Group that he would be like, oh, I regret doing it. Oppenheim. Honestly, I think he's doing that to save face. Yeah. That's my opinion, personally. Uh, lastly, I know we are cutting it so effing close. I don't even think we're going to make your reviews. Did you watch Potomac this week? Yes, I did. Did you love it? Loved it. I thought it was a great show. I don't think, I thought this episode, out of the first couple ones that started, was definitely the driest ones. Like, there wasn't a lot going on. Candace. I think Candace is definitely trying to get her moments of fame. She was extra, you know, as extra as she can be. But I just think it was just an episode. I don't think there was really anything special about it, personally. I don't like, like it. It didn't leave me wanting for more. I don't, I, okay, I'm not going to say I don't like Candace. I think it's, she's still newer. I'm not a super fan of Candace is where I'm going to leave it at. I just own your shit. That's that's yeah. where that's where she loses me because she is so quick to talk shit on Twitter, talk shit behind everybody's back. But then when somebody confronts her, she's like, yeah. she doesn't fucking own her shit like Giselle says. At least Giselle's a bitch and she owns it. Oh no, Giselle, she ready uh-huh. all the time. And you know what you get with her. All right, we're cutting it so close. Do you have time for your reviews? Can you at least do one? Oh yes, girl. So right, do it. baby, we're bringing reviews back. Thank God because. Whether you believe it or not, people love these fucking reviews and bring it back. We're ready. So I, I I found a slew of these that were actually, you know, you can tell that they're Corona quarantine reviews because people are kind of bored. So I guess everybody's having an orgy. Yeah. Oh, wow. mm. So this one review is on wet platinum silicone based lube, premium personal lubricant. Mm. A man named Michael Titles this review, great for long plays with lots of people. Oh. I hate running out of lube, so this time we went for it. We were never, ever again run out of lube at the orgy. High quality, may stain the sheets, so don't put your good ones on if there's anal, you know, for obvious reasons. Oh. Oh. And also, this lube might stain them. Also, if someone grabs your feet while pounding one out, Make sure that you clean your feet because I I'm dead. I went for water on an orgy break and I fell down the stairs. I'm still sore. And from the fall too. <laughs> so basically his asshole and his back is sore. Great purchase. Happiness does come in a one gallon bottle. Ugh, disgusting. Love okay. it. <laughs> Gross. So we'll save the rest for next week because it's been a while since I've come across some gold. All right, guys. Yeah, because we're kind of very close this week. So, first of all, I forgot to say at the beginning, but for those of you who don't know, 
if you guys have any interest in our blog, our merch, anything about Terry and I, visit com. We have masks, shirts, sweaters, icon, everything available there. So our blog, anything that you're interested in, definitely check that out. Um, otherwise than that, do you have anything you want to add? I can't believe we're not going to be back till next week. I know. Seems so far away, Maybe we right? should do a two-parter. I will say, if you do enjoy no, this. No, we are not doing a two-parter because Labor Day weekend is coming. I'm busy. You're busy. So um, don't promise shit you can't deliver, which is a two-parter. She's lying. I, I don't have shit to do. But what I did want to. I'm busy. What I did want to add is if you listen and you are a supporter of the show, please, please, please go to Apple Podcast. If you have an iPhone and leave us a five-star review, it is so much more helpful than you know. And we want to keep delivering content and hopefully have some super exciting interviews coming in the future. So I don't care if it's your mama, your grandmama, your Annie, your uncle, leave a review. It will be absolutely, great. Absolutely. Terry and I are working very hard every week to make sure that we deliver. So obviously we want to say thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, like she said, please leave us a five-star review. If you hated it, walk the fuck away. Literally walk the fuck away. If you're not already following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at girl underscore Y underscore podcast and on Facebook and Twitter at girl Y podcast. So thanks again for listening. We are definitely going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Girl Why. So have a great week. Bye.